You're tuned into Made for Mondays with Justin Lester. Justin Lester is an average guy who refuses to let Mondays control him. Justin is a husband, dad, pastor, student, and Jesus follower. He's done a lot. He's learned a lot. And he wants to see you at your best. Let's win Mondays. Hey, Justin, what's up today? Welcome to Made for Monday. So glad you guys are joining us here today. Uh, today we have a special guest named Lance Butler. Lance Butler is an amazing young man who's based in North Carolina and the Atlanta area. Lance has been a blessing to me in terms of assisting and pushing to get my first book published. And so if you're here today looking for a way to move from dreams to doing, move from a thought to action, Lance has led that endeavor beyond just book publishing, but into all facets of life, especially for entrepreneurs. So I'm excited to welcome to Made for Mondays today, Lance Butler. Now we recorded this conversation on Zoom, and so the audio quality is not perfect, but the insight is exactly what you need to be all that God's called you to be. Now let's jump right into our conversation today. Hey everyone, uh, Pastor Justin here. So we're so very grateful to have um, our time once again um, on Made for Mondays and our Let's Talk About It series. And today we're so privileged to have a young man with us that I was able to meet, haven't met in person yet. Hopefully that'll change sometime soon. Um, but just an awesome, awesome young man named Lance that? Butler. Um, and he'll be able to tell you a little bit about his story. Um, Lance worked with me in terms of getting necessary endings from a thought to a manuscript to a book. And then the first time I opened it and saw sales and y'all are reading it. And so it's just a beautiful thing. Um, and I love how Lance is, is the one really behind making it go from like a, a couple of thoughts in your head to then being thoughts that are seeds into the ground. And so I think his wealth of knowledge um, and access and everything um, would be a great way to assist a whole bunch of you in doing what God is calling you to do. And that's the next steps in terms of publishing. And so would you help me welcome to the podcast and welcome to Providence, Lance. Welcome to Providence, Rhode Island. Appreciate uh, it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Lance, Glad tell us a little here, bit man. about you, man. Um, who are you? Where are you from? Uh, what do you do? What, what's your story that brings you to this moment? Uh, well, I'm Lance. I'm originally from North Carolina. I spent some time in uh, Dallas, Texas and Atlanta, Georgia. Um, during that time, just figuring out who I was, what I wanted to do, what God wanted me to do. And then it led into um, me realizing I had a very entrepreneurial spirit, a very go-getter spirit. And I love helping others, you know what I'm saying, fulfill their potential and see their passions come to life. Um, so what I do now is I turn that into an actual business. So I have a business called Concise Consulting, where I help small business startups, um, marketing, um, of course, book publishing, things of that nature. Um, so anything that you may need to get your passion and your vision off the ground, I'm able to help you do such. You know, and that led me to connect with Justin, a partner with him in Lincross Publishing, um, consulting with him to get his, his um, book from a thought and a passion that God put on his heart to a tangible book, to relate a message that God gave him to other people. Man, now what, what got, what ignited the fire? Now I'm curious about concise uh, consulting. I'm really curious. I'm gonna go find it. <laughs> what, what ignited <laughs> okay. the fire about, about that? Cause that, that is a, that's a very, I, I hear 
and I'm saying this because, and it sounds like you're doing an amazing job with it. So what got the fire going from the ignition to the sustainability in doing consulting like that for, for fulfilling your dream, but fulfilling others' dreams? I never set out to do what I'm doing, right? Wow. So it all started with me doing naturally what came to me, you know? Um, so it started from having conversations with individuals, you know, about things that I was working on, things I was passionate about and it poured into them and it gave them an idea of how to move forward in their business or their, their um, endeavor, you know, and then going and working with other people and going in and tackling um, things that may be wrong, quote unquote, with their business and being able to figure out what it is, tackle it, turn it around for the better. And then all this culminated to like, well, if I'm already doing this and I love doing it, then why not, you know, allow the Lord to provide for me and then do it full time? Yeah. You know, so that turned into concise consulting. Wow. You know, so people call me all the time and like, hey, I'm trying to do this X, Y, Z. How do I do this? And then I saw so I walk them through how to do it. And then if they have trouble from that point forward with implementing what I've talked to them about, then they can come to me, you know, and actually hire me to yeah. do it for them. Yeah. You know, so that's where we are. I love that. What are some, so I'm going to get to book publishing, but with, cause it kind of flows with it. What are some of yeah. the, the made the consistent things from entrepreneurs to book publisher to people publishing a book to all the other places you're working with some of the, the hardest things you have to push them over, like those, those mountains that they get to where either they want to give up that you now have to get them beyond that um, you're seeing constantly <laughs> throughout your time. The, 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 the main thing is, is, is self-doubt. Wow. Right. And, and, and that comes in so many different, in so many different levels, so many different forms. Um, so for instance, with a business, they have the idea they know that the Lord gave them the idea because of how they received it. But then they start questioning if others will receive it. Wow. Right. And so I have to talk with them and let them know, like the Lord would not give you something that he doesn't need you to relate to the masses. Wow. No matter how small or how big you may think it is, yeah. you know, it's big enough for him to put it on your heart to bring it to fruition. Wow. So same thing with the book and the words. Like the Lord gave you the words. He writ, he wrote it on your heart for you to put down on paper. Yeah. Like he gave you those words, right? So yeah. even if you put it down and you make the book and you write the book and it only reaches one person, that doesn't matter. You did exactly yeah. what the Lord told you to do. Even if that one person, you know, is the only person, that one person is meant to reach millions. Wow. Right? So I have this conversation with people all the time. Like people always talk about those who reach the millions. But nobody talks about that person who reached the one wow. that reached the millions. Wow. Right. So we talk about Dr. Martin Luther King. But who's that person that influenced Dr. Martin Luther King? You know, we talk about, um, you know, Stephen Furtick to bring it current. But who's that person that touched Stephen Furtick? Yeah. Right. So just if you, if, if you look at anything you do in that aspect, like even if I touch one person, I'm being obedient to God and what he called me to do. Wow. That is real. That's real, man. You know, I, um, I know I told, I, I found the story of King where he carried around Howard Thurman's Jesus and the Disinherited everywhere he went. And um, I love, I personally just love Howard Thurman. And it's amazing because Thurman, I remember it near the end of his life said, I never thought I would influence that many people without ever talking to them. You're right. And um, 
it was everywhere he went, he had that book and it was because of his understanding of fear and love and justice um, mm-hmm. from a man that, like you said, he was just hanging out in Boston, um, but yeah. it was all across the country. That's so real. No, thank you for sharing that. That, that is, um, sure. that's amazing. I, I guess then with, with that man to entrepreneurs and to people like that, what are things you're doing in the midst of even like this, this moment in time? So COVID, I put it like COVID and cops. That's all I was kind of like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. COVID and cops. So in the midst of uh-huh. COVID and cops pandemic right now, how are you keeping your personal well-being to keep others well as well that you're leading, that you're talking to, and that you're, you're fueling their, keeping their fires burning, even when COVID and cops want to kind of put it out? What are you doing to keep yourself sane, to keep them sane? Keep myself rooted in God. Um, there's There's no better thing, a better way to say it. I just keep myself rooted. So I make sure that I spend my time with Christ. You know, I'm in my word, my face is to the carpet constantly, you know, like, Lord, like, what is it that you need from me so I can do what you need me to do? Yeah. Um, I'm constantly seeking for replenishment myself because you cannot continue to pour if you're not being poured into and replenished. Yeah. That's like a glass of water. If you pour it out and don't put anything back in it, there's nothing left to pour out. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I constantly seek um, my circle around me, uh, my my mentors, my counselors, and like, hey, listen, this is what I'm going through. So they're able to pour into me. So when it comes time for me to talk to the people who are up, up under me, I, that sounds kind of bad, but you know what I'm saying. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it comes time for me to talk with those who I'm over or I'm shepherding, because that's really what it is when you're yeah. talking about this kind of stuff and shepherding people, yeah. then I'm able to give them what, you know saying, they need or what the Lord has already given me. Yeah. Um, no, so... Definitely. Staying in the word, but more practically, man, um, I go to a therapist. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, real, man. So I have a counselor who I go to, you know, and I pull my heart out to them and they let me know, like, okay, this is what you're feeling. This is what you're going through. And I always bounce that off of what the word of God says. And then you always come to a middle ground of what you need to keep you sane and level-headed to keep pressing forward. Yeah, man. No, that's real. No, I have a shirt I wore the other day said Jesus in therapy. I tell you something. I had a I was in a meeting and uh I was I was with my therapist yesterday and I got a phone call from someone. I was like, I need to answer that, but I'm like right now I'm in the most important meeting because if I don't do this, I'm a cuss in the wrong right. Thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, most most definitely. Um that is that is so real. Um I actually just finished preaching a series on Jonah and talked about through four weeks of destigmatizing Christian people going to see therapists. Um, mm-hmm. It's so important. And that is um, very important. Yeah, man. Um, and I was, I was one of those who did not see the benefit of going to a therapist because wow. I said, I, I have God, you know, I have myself and the word and things of that nature. So I was like, why are you going to a therapist? But then as I grew and, and, and I matured and my maturation process kept going, I started realizing like, yo, like these are real issues that people suffer from yeah. and people go through. There's nothing wrong with going to see a therapist. No. Nothing at all. You know, wow. because just like you have to exercise your spirit, man, you know, by going into your word and things of that nature, you also have to have a place to outlet, you know, your 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 mental. Yeah, man. Seriously. Yeah, man. So it, it helps you dig into like your roots, man, and understand how people think from your childhood events from your childhood have affected you today and then how that affects your relationships and in turn it helps you disciple better 
Yeah, because so you're real. able to understand how you need to interact. With yeah, that's real. No, thank you for that, man. Um, so with that, let me let me transition a little bit to about yeah. about books um, and uh, and everything. So, um, why should and you kind of alluded this to already, but I, I want to re-engage it. Why should someone um, really work towards not just writing a blog um, or just writing little notes down here and there, but work towards publishing a book to have their their words get beyond their phone or their computer screen or the notes in the in their in their um, like like why ought one publish a book? A person should publish a book for the purpose that we spoke about previously is that allowing your words that God has given you to get to other people. Um, that's, that's first and foremost. But also, um, it comes with com the completion of something, right? Mm -hmm. Seeing something that the Lord put on your heart come to fruition. There's something about reaching the finish line that just does something for a person, Yeah. right? So you have a starting point, right? But if you do not follow the steps and reach the finish line, then you start second guessing other areas of your life. Wow. Discipline, right? So if you know that you're supposed to be doing something, this goes beyond publishing a book, but you know you're supposed to be doing something and the Lord told you to do it, you're not gonna fully understand why until you reach the finish line. Wow. So keep pressing, keep yeah. going. Because the Lord gave you some words and said, hey, this is the book for you. Take that, be obedient reach the finish line and once you get to the finish line then you start seeing exactly what it is wow that's so real that's so real man so what are so then if someone then so let's say someone listening right now has um has some things some notes some thoughts some organizations i remember for me personally it was literally i remember it was a big day i took a whole day went to a coffee shop and wrote down a, a chapter outline i never forget that day mm -hmm. like eight yeah. hours writing the outline someone has that on their phone, has that on their computer, what are, what are the steps that they need to take from getting an outline or thought to then having something that's tangible in their hands? And I know there's a lot, but if you were to sum it up in like five minutes or 10 minutes even, what are those necessary steps they need to begin to take? So the steps from the thoughts to the publication. Yeah. So of course, the first step is the outline. Um, talk out your story in your head. Um, one thing that you can do is like record yourself, you know, record, record yourself telling your story. And then from that, you'll be able to write your outline. And then from your outline, schedule times to write. So if you have, you know, 15 chapters on your outline, then schedule how long you, you would add, um, you would put towards chapter one, how long you put towards chapter two, X, Y, Z, and then put those dates down on paper. Because if you don't have something down on paper to follow, then you're not going to get anything done. Deadlines are everything for me. Like it's a, it's a goal. That's real. You know, so chapter so chapter one, I'm giving myself a two week goal to write chapter one. So you have two weeks to write chapter one. Same thing with chapter two, chapter three. So then by the time you finish, you have your first draft of your manuscript. So then once you have your first draft of your manuscript, read through it yourself. Make sure it reads and flows the way that you would like it to read and flow based upon telling your story. Then the next step would be to reach out to an editor mm -hmm. and then have it edited. So with the editing process, they go through three, it's a three-step process. You have your developmental editing, which is where they read through it and make sure it flows properly and things are in the right place. Mm -hmm. And you have your um, line editing, 
That's where they take it line by line to make sure the sentence structure and paragraph flow is good. And then you have your proofreading where they go in and correct grammatical errors. Mm -hmm. So once that process is done, then it goes into formatting. That's where you have a formatter who will put the book on the pages based upon how you want it to look and read in your book, your actual physical book. Mm -hmm. And then once you have the formatting done, then you can go and publish. Now, the steps in between that writing process mm -hmm. is when you're getting like your book cover and stuff designed and things of that nature. So in the end, you bring it all together and then you're able to print and publish your book. Wow. It's a lot of steps. So it's, <laughs> it is. It's, it's a lot of steps, but I mean, it's, it's not as hard as one may think it is. Yeah. Right. So if if you've never thought about publishing a book, then you'll sit back and be like, how the world am I going to publish this book? Like, this yeah. seems like overwhelming. But when you hear the steps, you're like, oh, that's not that hard. Yeah. Right? So that, that attests to a lot of times the situations we tend to overthink something before we actually try to do it. Wow. And so when I'm working out and I'm training people and talking to people in, in, in the gym, I tell them, I said, you never know what you can't do until you can't do it. That's so real. Right? So never talk yourself out of trying to do something out of fear that you can't do it. Wow. Just, just try. Research wow. it. You know? What, what have you learned about you in the midst of seeing and hearing and all, all the stories of not just, not just publishers, but the entrepreneurs you work with as well? What have you learned in terms of the ways that you lead yourself, you lead others. You mentioned your girlfriend earlier, so even leading mm -hmm. your family. How have, what have you learned about you in the midst of seeing so many visions and dreams come to pass um, and you being really leading them through beyond themselves <laughs> to, do, to do that? <laughs> Everybody has a story, yeah. right? And that story um, gives them a picture of life. And so I, I know that sounds very, very philosophical, but what I mean is, is that prior to what I'm doing now, I was a very black and white person. Mm. I said, this is how it was supposed to be done. I mean, this is how I'm going to, I said what I said. That's what I meant when I said it. And I said it how I said it. <laughs> I don't care how you took it. You're taking it the wrong way, right? But then through the process of what that got me here, even, even now I'm still learning. Like people's story like gives them the perception of life and how they receive information, wow. right? So I can't talk to you and guide you and lead you the same way that I would talk and lead and guide, you know what I'm saying, somebody else mm -hmm. or somebody who's 16, 17 or a woman who's in her mid thirties, right? Because it was predicated based upon what they've gone through. And the biggest lesson for me is that, you know, I started out helping people with books being transparent and I approached everybody the same way. Wow. It's like A, B, C, D, let's do it. X, Y, Z, let's do it. But then as I started doing that and then coupling their stories, because I read their stories yeah. with my approach and their response, I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I can't do this with you the same way I do this with, with this person. Like when I was working with you, you was like, I bet I'm going to do it. Cool. I got it. Yeah, let's do it. I was like, it's what we need. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. But then, you know, the next client I talked to, I can't, I'm not going to have that same interaction. I have to yeah. be a little more empathetic, a little more like, okay, I understand. Like this one young lady, she poured out her whole life story. She was dealing with cancer. Wow. I can't have that same 
let's go get it, let's write this type mentality because she's being very, very vulnerable with the story that she's telling and she's having a hard time. So at that point, I have to actually walk with her through each and every aspect of her story, understanding and listening to her because at that point, like I'm really being that person that she's telling to for the first time her story praying that she's doing the right thing by putting her story out for everybody else to read. Wow. So it's all about how you approach different people based upon who they are, where they are in their life and what they've been through. Wow. That's a, it's powerful, man. That's pastoral. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> pastoral, man. That is, that is beautiful to hear, man. No, thank you for this. I, um, the last thing I would ask, man, honestly, uh, for me is, so if someone were to want to get in contact with you for your consulting company and all of that, man, how can someone find you, follow up with you, get in contact with you um, with, the, with the work that you're doing, um, which is absolutely phenomenal? Um, how can we? So you can reach me on my Instagram is at ambitious state. Um, you can also email me concise consulting agency at gmail.com or they can reach out to you, you know, and then you can, let me know and I reach out to them. Okay. What was that? Yeah. Man, thank you so much for your time. This was, uh, this was absolutely phenomenal and great. And I know it'll be a blessing to uh, everybody, man, who has a chance to, to listen and engage with this. So, hey, everyone, thank you guys for joining in. Uh, in the comments, let's see some clapping emojis for Lance. Um, and thank God for Lance. And uh, <laughs> if you have anybody wants to follow up with him, engage with him, please do. Um, this is our year of follow through. So that means if we're talking about it before this year is over, we're going to let, we're going to, something's going to break through the ground. And so let this year be that. So Lance, thank you again. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. I'm going to end this recording. And. Well, I hope you were blessed by that conversation today. Um, let's say our purpose together um, and you can get on and your affirmations together to get on with the rest of your day. Say with me, say, I am me. I can be me. Nothing can stop me from being me. I am me. Have a great day. You were made for this. This has been Made for Mondays with Justin Lester. Be sure to follow Justin online at Mr. Underscore J Lester and online at www.jlester.com. See you next week. Go win. You were made for this.